morning, everyone. Welcome to a story by Ori podcast. I'm Oriana Coleman, and I'm here to share my story about choices. I pray that I say something to motivate you today. Choices. Everybody has to make them on a daily basis. Um, Like right now, it's really early in the morning in my house. And I'm choosing to talk low so I won't wake up my baby. (laughs) So something as simple as that can be a choice. So um, if if my voice is a little bit lower than usual... Um, I'm not recording it um, on full volume, so you should be able to turn up the volume on your phone, and and you should be able to hear me clearly. However, um, if I was talking too low during this podcast, please reach out to me and let me know, because I will adjust. um, I'll make a choice to just record in another room next time so I can talk louder or whatever, so um, I will make those adjustments. But back to the core, Um, it was in my spirit to share... um, a story about choices because they lead to either a good or bad life. Um, and you could say, you know, some people would be like, well, in between, I'm up and down, vice versa. But it, it ends up being either a good life or a bad life, depending on the choices that you make to get to where you are. One day, you're going to wake up and you're going to see where you are. And it's going to be the result of the choices that you decide to make, point blank, period. If you're happy with where you are, you probably um, made some choices to get there. You know, you worked hard, you stayed up late and studying instead of staying up late um, partying. You did what you had to do. But if you don't like where you are, you probably made some choices that you didn't, that at the moment seemed fun seemed exciting but at the end that excitement is nowhere to be found anymore that fun isn't isn't anywhere to be found anymore and you're either regretting the choice you made or you're like well I'm just gonna have to deal with it and for those who let me just let me just get personal with y'all because I because I named this podcast um story about word because everything that I share I've personally dealt with and um, if my spirit provokes me to share it with the world I do and I feel like my story regardless if it's me personal or it's a story that I've shared from someone else it's gonna motivate someone to do better um, with their life and choices like I said is super duper important so let me take y'all back real quick so I I have um I come from a loving family. My family, I'm grateful and I thank God for my mother and my father. But um my father, he's a result of bad choices. Um as of right now, he's serving life in prison. And I haven't seen him since I was 10 years old. Now, many people hear that and they're like, okay, that's that's pretty messed up. But the flip side to that is I have a beautiful relationship with him. 
And some of you might be having a question, puzzle look on your face. Like, how do you have a beautiful relationship with a dad who hasn't been in your life since you was 10 years old? Well, I thank God for phones. And um, I've made a choice to continuously put money on his phone. I've made a choice to continue adding money on his phone so we can continue talking. So um, we reconnected when I think I was, I think I was like 14 or 15. Um, my, like I said, my dad went to jail when I was 10. Um, he got a life sentence. It was his third strike. So, um, and I didn't find it out until um, maybe a year or two later that he was even in jail. But like I said, about around 13, 14 years old, um, I reconnected with him. It happened out of nowhere. Um, my my sister on my dad's side aunt saw me, and she happened to be talking to him on the phone. And she saw me, and she's like, well, there go Ori right there. And she gave me the phone, and she said, someone wants to speak to you. And the moment I heard his voice, my heart dropped, and I knew it was my daddy. And he said, hey, baby. And I was like, hey. <laughs> you know, like, um, I wasn't expecting him to be on the phone. I knew that, um, I knew who was welcome to me, but I didn't make the connection. I didn't put the piece of the puzzle together. I was just like, I wonder who wants to talk to me, and it happened to be my daddy. Anyways, um, ever since that moment, I wanted to keep it going. So it started off with us writing letters. We wrote a lot of letters. My dad is very talented. Um, he's an artist, so he would draw different things. He would make different things and send them to me. And um, our relationship definitely grew. Um, I'm 25 now, so I want to say around age maybe 21, maybe. Um, we started talking on the phone more. You know, I was making my own money and things of that nature, so, um, they came out with the JPay app, and, um, I don't think they did it at 21, but we were talking on the phone, and then the app came, and now I can write them on my, um, on the JPay app, and send stamps and send pictures a lot quicker than I used to be able to, trying to hurry up and go to the post office, get the stamps and all that good stuff, so anyways, um, now we talk on a consistent basis, we talk at least, four to five times a month, sometimes more, depending on my income and how much money I can put on the phone and all that good stuff, or how much he can talk. But y'all, I didn't mention my daddy for a sob story. I didn't mention my daddy uh, to even let y'all know. Like I didn't, in my mind, I wasn't even going to share the story of my daddy until I was at a certain amount of, of um, followers here on my podcast and listeners. That's the word I'm looking for. I was, <laughs> I was at a certain amount of listeners on my podcast, and I was gonna, I was gonna make it so much deeper. But God says share it now, so that's what I'm doing. I shared it now though because when I first started talking to my daddy, he was still that hood. You know, thought about it, mess with me. If they mess with me, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna get them right. I'm gonna get them straight. And um, that means that he'll go to the hole and sometime I won't hear from, from him in, for months. One time it was so bad that I wrote a letter um, on my JPay app and I was like, if something has happened to my daddy, can someone please call me and let me know? Because I haven't heard from him and I don't know what's going on. Because um, for those of you who have never had anyone you know um, love and care about, 
an incarcerated system or you do, but you don't talk to them, when they go to the hole, that's no communication. That's 23, well, I think it's 24-hour lockdown. Um, they send you your food through a hole. Um, you're in a, a cement cubed area box, however you want to describe it. And you can't do anything but be by yourself. You might have some people next to you. I don't sure. I, I haven't been to jail to know, but the way my daddy described it is horrible. And I thought to myself, he would get in a fight. You know, he would fight somebody just to prove his reputation or his status, just to go to a hole and be visible. But he started to not do that, y'all. Like, I don't know. For years, I was telling my daddy about God, and I was telling him how he needed to read his Bible more. He needed to start praying more. And I was telling him this because I started doing it, and um, God has really started moving and shaking in my life. And I was just wanting the same thing to happen for him, regardless of where he was at. I wanted him to feel better. And he finally started doing it. I want to say last year um, was when he took it seriously. So he's been in jail since I was 10. I'm 25. So if you do the math, that's 15 years. And last year, year 14, he decided that he was going to stop doing things his own way. And he was going to pick up his Bible and read it, see what happened. He wasn't, he knew of God, but he, you know, he wasn't talking to him every day like that. You know, the most prayers my daddy did was him praying about him being released because he feels like, well, he knows he didn't do the crime he's convicted of. So he's praying for his case get overturned and for a new trial and things of that nature. So that's the main thing my daddy was was focused on. He was focused on himself and getting out of there because he didn't deserve to be there. But something had something amazing has happened since in the past year since he's picked up his Bible, y'all. Like my daddy ain't the same. He's made a choice to do better. And that makes me want to cry. My daddy told me the other day, he was like, I'm not in prison anymore. He's physically there, but internally, in his mind and in his heart, he's not in prison anymore. He told me that he's free on the inside, y'all. He said that he has peace. And my daddy days of fighting, I pray are gone because he ain't did it in a long time, in a while. But my daddy days consist of him now leading um, church service that they have in jail. He spoke. A lot of people refer to him as like the preacher, but he hasn't went to seminary school or anything like that. But he's speaking about the word of God. Whatever God tells him to talk about, he's talking about it. Um, when he's not doing it on Saturdays because they have church on Saturdays, he's talking to men out of his cell who has problems um, about whatever they have problems over. He's praying over them. Um, and things are starting to let up. And I pray that everyone um, that's listening to this podcast, even if you're not a believer, that you give my story a little bit of justice. Because like I said, for years I listened to my daddy 
you know, gripe and complain, get in fights, go to the hole, and not talk to me for months, come back and apologize and do the same thing over and over. And you all will probably hear me say this a lot. Insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And that's exactly what my daddy was doing, thinking that things would eventually change, and they didn't. But once he did something different, things started to change. My dad is one example of someone that I know that has decided to make better choices, and now he's not in prison spiritually, mentally anymore. He's free. And physically, I strongly believe he'll be free soon, too. I just I just feel it. Like, I feel like I'm going to come back to y'all sometime from now and share that he's out and revisit this story and revisit this moment of when I shared his story with y'all and probably be crying because I'm so happy. I'm going to not only do an audio for this podcast, I'm going to do a video of me um, seeing them and our first embrace because I feel like a little girl still, y'all. Even though I'm 25, I want to see my daddy. I want to run up to him. I want to hug him and I want to love him and and everything. Um, I've made a decision that even though he, um, he left when I was 10 without a goodbye to love him, I've made a decision to give him the same grace and mercy that God gives me every day. So choices come in a variety of forms, y'all. We have to make mental choices, physical choices, spiritual choices. I can go on and on about the types of choices. But the goal of this particular segment is for you to make better personal choices. So personally, like me with my dad, instead of choosing to be angry with him and mad, um, I did write a letter, though, um, I think when I was like 12 and I hadn't talked to him in about two years. I was wondering where he had went. I wrote a letter saying how mad I was and how I was going to be the best daughter he wished he could see glow up. I was going to live my best life. I was living my best life before uh, Little DeVoe came out with the song. And um, I was just telling him, I was like, look, you know, you're going to wish you was here. I'm going to graduate top of my class. I'm going to do good in school. I'm going to go to college. Um, I'm going to have a beautiful family. You know, I, I was just saying everything. And I was writing in it, writing the letter in anger. I was mad. And I wanted him to know that I, I didn't appreciate him leaving without a goodbye. Even though nobody just makes a decision to go to jail. At 12 years old, I didn't know that. So, and also, I didn't know where he was at. So, um, I was just mad. Anyways, I was just writing that letter. So, when we did, reacquaint, when we did get reacquainted, um, I did tell him, I was like, Daddy, I need to send this letter. I need to send it for closure. Um, I was like, I need to send this. I was like, it's not the sweetest letter. I think the letter was like five, six pages long. And I told him, I was like, it's not the sweetest letter. But I just have to let you know how I felt back then when I hadn't heard from you. 
And when I was wondering what had happened to you. And he was like, okay, baby, you can send it. So I sent him that letter. And then every other every every other letter I wrote to him was sweet. So that was the only mean letter that I that I sent. But I made a choice to do that. I could have continued to stay mad and stay angry and um disappointed in him. But I was like, nah, I'm just having my daddy back in my life. Even though I still can't physically see him. At least I can hear him. And at least I know that he's alive and he's doing well. And um, when I recommitted my life to Christ two years ago in 2017, I really started praying for my daddy. And that's kind of when I was telling him about how God was moving and shaking my life. And last year I was really sharing it and it motivated him to get God back in him like his life. And now when we talk now in 2019... Our conversations are so beautiful because we're both talking about how God is moving and shaking in our lives and we're motivating each other when the other one is down. He's motivating me more than ever. Like the roles have switched. Um, whenever I'm feeling down about something, my dad be like, wait a minute, no, he'll just start preaching on the phone. And I, I'll think to myself, look what I've done. But I don't get mad because I'd rather him do that than get in a fight and be in a hole. So I'm extremely proud of where we've came in this um, long distance relationship, really, that we've we've developed. So back to you, though, back to making better choices. So like I said, I, I decided to make a better choice with him. And the result is a great relationship with my daddy. Like, I never thought I could be so close with someone that I haven't seen um, in years. Never thought. But I do. You can make those same choices. You can make the choice to forgive. Forgive that person that hurt you. I know that it really hurt. But you don't understand the peace you're going to have when you let it go. A lot of us are carrying weight that we don't need to carry no more. Let it go. I promise you that that person that you're mad about, they're not thinking about you as much as you're thinking about them. They're not. You can choose to eat better. You're always sick. And you're wondering what's wrong. You done went to the doctor and and they seem not to um, know the answer to your problem. But have you looked at what you're putting in your temple? You know, what are you feeding yourself? And you don't have to be this healthy guru. You don't have to go vegetarian or become vegan. But you can make better choices of what you consume. If you don't have a lot of money, you could prep your food better. You know, spend more time doing research on. And research could be as simple as going to the grocery store (laughs) and looking at prices. But um, you could spend a little more time thinking about what you're going to eat before that day even comes and meal prep your food so when that day does come you have a better lunch instead of going on the boulevard and getting something that messes your stomach up you can choose to love love them even if they hate you it says in the bible when um, in the book of John, and it's it's I specifically say John because I just um, finished a 
Bible study group with a group of amazing ladies here in my hometown. We were studying the book of John. But um, I remember specifically when Jesus was going to the cross and um, everybody was looking at him. They was talking about him. They was laughing at him. Some spit on him. Some hit him. You know, as he was walking um, in his final days before he died on the cross. And one of one of Jesus' last words before he took his last breath was talking to his father, the Lord. And he said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. So if Jesus can forgive someone, not just someone, everyone <laughs> that was doing those things to him for what they're doing, what makes you so different? Why can't you forgive as simple as that. You got to. You're not going to be happier until you let go. And when you do let go, you're going to feel so much better. Sometimes it's like it's instantly. Like when I have a problem that I just can't fix and I let it go and I say, God, this is your will and not mine. The release of like when I really mean that in my heart feels amazing like instant there's instant peace that comes over me when I do that and I'm so thankful and the same can happen to you when you make a choice for yourself to give yourself a better life so that was this is honestly why I wanted to share the story of choices today because you deserve a better life Period. You deserve to make choices that's going to leave you going to lead you to the life that you deserve. Period. And if you're not making the right choices that's gonna lead you to the life that you deserve, then what are you doing? You know, like why are you living this unhappy life when you are in control of your own destiny? Why? Why are you waking up every day sad and depressed? Like, we have to work on evaluating our own selves. We have to work on looking at our our circumstances and our situations and putting some responsibility on our own selves of why we're at where we're at. Like, all of that wasn't just, you know, the enemy, it's just the devil. He just, just still come and still kill and the devil come and still kill and destroy. It ain't nothing but the enemy. Every single day I have a bad day. It ain't nothing but the enemy. He just study, 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 study coming. Every day, I know the enemy is going to hit us. There's going to be things that he, you know, throw at us. You know, storms are going to come. But you'll never have a sunny day. There's never a rainbow after the storm. Ever. Ever. And I pray right now for those who may never have a sunny day ever. But while I pray for that, pray for those people. I also pray that those people who don't have a 
sunny day ever, 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 do some self-evaluation as to why they might not be having a sunny day ever, ever, ever. There's some people that can't help it. Some people were born into unforeseen circumstances, things that they can't change even if they wanted to. But a lot of us, especially if you have a phone to go to your favorite audio app to listen to this podcast as you get ready for work or as you have downtime or as you're driving, you more than likely have the liberty to make your own choices. More than likely. I'm I'm like 90% into this statement that I'm making. So what choices are you making that's resulting in the life that you're living? Even if you did that self-evaluation and you said to yourself, dang, I have not made some great choices. And that's why I'm that's why I'm where I'm at today. Even if that's you, you can choose today to make better choices. You can choose tomorrow to make better choices. The day after that, and the day after that, and the day after that, to make better choices. And watch where your life is 30 days from now, 60, 90, 365 days from now. Because like I said in the beginning, better choices lead to a better life. And you have to know what you want and follow what needs to be done in order to get there. But you don't have to do it in a conniving way, in a mischievous way, in a demanding way. If you're spiritual like I am, you pray. And you ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you on making better choices. Maybe your conscience isn't clear enough to know what the right choice is. And you need help in that. So you ask the Spirit to lead you. You talk to God and you pray. If you're not spiritual, I'm praying for you right now. As you listen, that God still moves and shaking your life. You can still meditate, you know, meditate. And before you start your day, like, get your mind right. Take some deep breaths. Analyze what you got to do today. And you can even make better choices on how you approach your day. So it won't lead you down the wrong road. And just a side note, y'all. The breathing that you heard in the last audio and the movement that you might be hearing randomly as I um, talk to you all this morning. Or whatever time of the day it is by the time you're listening to this. My baby is slowly but surely waking up. So that's him in the background. He's lit baby breathing and all that little baby movement. That's that's what he's doing right now. And um, the audio is so good, it picks up everything. So 
even that little breathing, he's on the audio letting y'all know he's here. <laughs> and he's supporting mommy. But um, yeah, you can you can choose. You have control over your own life. Even Christians, even us Christians, God gives us choices. We can choose to follow him or not. Now, of course, he says if we follow him, we have a good life. You know, he got us. Even though um, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And many other encouraging things. But if we don't, taking a huge risk. And it's not a leap of faith because having a leap of faith is following God. Taking a huge risk is being a fool. Of course, of course, that's what it says in the word. So we have a choice to, to do that or not do that. And we have to make those every day. When it came to mind to make this episode about choices, there were some verses that came to mind that... I want to use in every episode to back up whatever I feel led to share with y'all. Because my ultimate goal is to make to make sure your mental is right. Once your mental is right, you can make better choices. Um, well, your mental and your spiritual. But once your mental is right, you can make better choices spiritually, physically, and emotionally. So, James 4, 17 says, Remember, it is a sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. So in a better tense, I know that I should not talk to him or I should not marry him or I should not talk to her or I should not marry her or I should not eat this or as simple as I should not do this or whatever whatever circumstance is in your life but I'm going to do it anyway the word says that's like asking for trouble to come your way that's like saying that's sinning within itself period when you know you can do better but you decide not to do it and let's just be real that's a lot of us we eat all those cookies and we hope we don't have a stomachache. But we know we're going to have a stomachache. And that's my advice, y'all. Oreo cookies. I love Oreo cookies. But I have to discipline myself on how many I eat with the milk. And I have to evaluate whatever I ate earlier that day. So by the time I get to Oreo cookies and milk, that I don't have a stomachache and be hurting and all that good stuff. So, like I said, it could be as simple as that. I know what I should do. But I want, I want that taste. I want that 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 satisfaction that those Oreo cookies give me. But let me tell y'all something. I advise y'all, and I'm preaching. I'm preaching to myself as well, to make decisions that are longevity decisions. Don't make hasty decisions. Short, quick, just for a moment type decisions that's only going to give you a few minutes of pleasure but years of pain. Make decisions that might be hard now but later 
you can live a happier life because you made sacrifices in the beginning. You know? So, for example, when I was talking about, you know, choosing to study instead of going out to party, and that was choices I had to make when I was in college. That resulted in me getting my degree and me graduating on time and me stepping out on faith. Well, me landing my first job, me stepping out on faith now, running my business, and now me talking to people that you can't just call up and go, you know, talk with. You have to have some connections. You have to have a good reputation by your name to even get in their office to have a conversation with them. And I got their cell phone numbers. And I'm like, hey, I got this idea. I want to talk to you about it. And they're like, okay, come on. But if I was that person that let the party life, those quick moments of fun, you know, me drinking or smoking or whatever I I would have chosen to do back then, there's no telling where I could be right now if I would have chose that every single time. Now, you need a healthy balance. I thank God that I still got a chance to experience a good college life. But... My schooling, my academics was always first, no matter what. And that's what you have to look at your life and see, like, what needs to be always first, no matter what. For me now, at 25 years old, what's always first, no matter what, is my daily conversation with God every single morning. I have to talk to him, even if it's for 30 seconds. I have to thank him for another day. I have to pray. And I have to ask him to continue to let his will be done and not mine. The more time I have with him, honestly, the better fellowship I have. And sometimes, you know, even if I only had 10 minutes and God, you know, has prepared a great day full of activities for me, I'm at peace because I've had that conversation with him. But it's like icing on the cake when I have longer times to talk to him. Because I'm like, okay, God, you know, I'm I'm listening. Whatever you got to say, I'm here. You know, I got time to write in my journal and all that good stuff. And I'm now, I'm making a priority to make my podcast a part of my daily routine. So, I'm not going to say I can, I'm going to do an episode every day. But I will make doing an episode a priority at least twice a week for y'all whatever the spirit puts on my mind to share I'm gonna share it and my goal is for you to get something from it so you have to make those same choices like what's the most important thing and what no matter what happened it's gonna come before it you have to take some responsibility for your life and stop blaming other people. It's not your mama fault. It's not your daddy fault. It's not your sister fault. It's not your brother fault. It's not your children's fault. It's not your husband fault. It's not your wife's fault. Not even, I'm not even telling you to say it's your fault. But I'm telling you to take some responsibility and say, okay, I'm here. But I'm going to do this to get there. Because you are in control of your destiny.
I know I've said it a couple of times already during this episode, but I want y'all to really get that in your mind. You are. So what choices are you going to make starting today to have a better life going forward? If you continue to choose to make bad decisions, bad choices, then stop complaining about the life that you're living. Just stop complaining because obviously that's what you want. But if you're fed up and you're tired, start today making better choices. And let's say for the people who have made great choices, let's not start making bad ones. Let's keep making great choices. Because the plan that God has for all of us is bigger than our wildest imaginations. But we won't get there until we become self-disciplined and we make better choices for ourselves. You made an awesome choice by choosing to press play on today's podcast. And I'm so proud of you. If you're still listening by now, that means that Well, to me, it means that you really know the severity of your choices. You understand it or you're wanting to understand it. And you're probably going to either continue making great choices or you're going to start making better choices. I pray for you right now. I pray that God speaks to you in a way that he's never spoken to you before. To continue to walk in your purpose. I pray that you smile more. And I pray that you let go of whatever is holding you back. I pray that you start to understand your worth. Because you're important and you're loved. Even if your situation doesn't look that way. Pray that you remember that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But if you're going through any of those phases, that that's not of God. And God wants to love you no matter what has happened. God can come in your life and fix it. But you have to believe it in your heart, in your mind, and your soul that he can do it. And that he's real. I pray that you come back for the next episode to hear whatever the Spirit is put in my mind to share. And I pray that you be encouraged to keep going no matter what life throws your way. Forgive those who hurt you. Love those even if you don't think they love you back. Walk in the purpose you know you were meant to walk in regardless of what the world tells you you can't do if God said you can do it you step out on faith and do it I pray you make better choices and I thank you for your time this has been a story about worry about choices I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see y'all next time.
Have a great day, everybody.